can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. I'm Gabby. And I'm Lexi. And, and we're, we're the Fuller Sisters. Sisters. Back at it again with another episode. This week we are talking all about maintaining your identity in a relationship, navigating all of that jazz. Staying with independent. How to like, not like how to have a healthy relationship, but how to kind of like spot when things are going the wrong way when it comes to this and also how to kind of get out of a rut of this of being like codependent and so involved in the relationship and kind of losing yourself so we're going to talk about it all but I feel like this is a topic that I'm very passionate about because I've gone through this a lot we're obviously not experts but we're just sharing our opinions and stories and experiences that we've had and then also I asked on my Instagram some questions so you guys have like specific story scenarios that you want advice on or just like questions about it all so that's kind of the theme of the episode, but why don't we hop into the life update segment of the podcast? Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? All right, so since we are pre-recording these, like t- since we wanted to be together and I go to Gainesville for the month of July, check out YouTube for like some updated residency life updates because by the time this episode comes out, I will be a few weeks in to my first month of residency living in Gainesville, Florida as a pediatric dental resident. But it's definitely going to be a huge adjustment, I'm sure. I am excited to be in like a routine again. That's one thing like I feel like everything's kind of all over the place right now because I've had like a long break and I've been moving and like feel a little scatterbrained so it will be kind of nice to be on some sort of a routine uh but I'm not looking forward to the long drives on the weekend and being away from Sean and the pets it'll be exciting to like try a new place and get into the swing of things of residency and whatnot but I'm a little apprehensive about it if I'm being honest I do feel like tying this into this episode it's going to be a great time for you to I mean obviously you lived alone in Buffalo too but like now it's warm you have more things to like find your own hobbies and do your own things and I feel like it, it, in a way, it can be so good for you. It's obviously just going to be a big change and kind of hard, especially at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. But it's only a month, so it'll be fine. I just am, like, not sure how. More so just, like, going back into, like, that lifestyle of, like, Monday through Friday. And I don't think I'll have to study too much. Like, most of the classwork is going to be that first month, and after that it really won't be bad. But... I don't know. I just, like, don't... I feel like I'm going in kind of blind. I'm not sure really what to expect. So, it'll be interesting. But that's pretty much my only life update is check out... Excuse me. I'm drinking a Celsius. It's pretty good. But I am a very slow drinker, so I'm drinking it very slowly. And I feel like all of this energy is going to hit me at once (laughs) when we're, like, done recording all these episodes. (laughs) So, if I progressively start talking faster, it's because the Celsius is kicking in. But... I don't even know what I was talking about because I just went on a tangent about my energy drink that's sitting here. Basically, check out Instagram and YouTube to see how that's going because I'm sure it's interesting, but... And we'll probably have an update within, like, a week or two on the actual podcast when we record again of... Oh, yeah, for sure. In-time updates. So, for now, that's what's coming up. Looking forward to it, yeah? You're excited? A little apprehensive, but I am excited, again, to get back into, like, a routine and see how everything goes okay so my love life update is that (laughs) um i've been trying to utilize my days more but 
It's been hard because um, my summers, obviously, like, my most relaxed schedule, basically, and it's the opposite for Justin because he works at the gym. He does tumbling and privates and everything, and because it's everyone else's, like, most free time of the year, they book privates like crazy, so he's in the gym, like, long hours, and this is kind of what um, kind of sparked this idea. I was like, this is a good one to talk about because not that I'm in the position where I'm, like, worried about losing myself or like being too dependent but I am just like terrified I like I live in Miami it's not the safest city where I live specifically in Miami is safe but like I don't think I would feel comfortable even like I envy the people that can just go on a hawk or a walk around their city and stuff and I don't even think I'd feel comfortable doing that outside of my apartment complex so if I try to go on a long hawk or a walk and like get all my steps in I feel like I would just do laps around my apartment complex yeah, over no, and over and over again. Yeah, no, it's just not the place. It's just not, yeah. So, like, big reason of why we want to eventually move out of here. Obviously, that's not happening right now. So, this kind of sparked this because I was like, I wonder what other people have to say about, like, if anyone else is going through this or whatnot. It's not that I need Justin everywhere. It's nice now that, like, Lexi's here because she's also, like, my go-to person. But, like, I am just extremely introverted and... Personally, I would love to do these things alone. I have no problem, like, being alone. I honestly love my alone time. I just don't feel safe doing things alone. So it's been, like, a hard kind of balance of figuring out things that I want to do and I trying to fit them in, but also I don't want to do them with anybody but Justin if I have to bring someone and it's just not ideal with his schedule. So, like, the other day we tried to go to the Sunrise, which was awesome but I have to drag Justin along so he has to get up at 5 a.m. we have to go do all of this I literally have the tripod so he'll take my pictures every now and then when the tripod's not really working but I'm there to like take my own pictures and I just have to bring him along because I don't feel safe going alone so I do kind of want to find a little like sounds like you need to move to the west coast with I me. know <laughs> I know I was talking about it with mom the other day and she was but, like think of how happy she would be on this side like there's so many things to do and it's so fun. She just has to figure out how to like coach cheer on that side. But it's not that like I don't just coach cheer because I want to coach cheer. Like I don't just no, I know. want to coach cheer anywhere. Like no, the for reason sure. I love it is because it's here. I get that. But yeah, but but not even to the west. Like if we move up north into a, like Delray, if we lived in Delray where like we go very often cuz all of Justin's friends live there, I could do all of this. Or even like Pembroke Pine Sunrise. Any of that. Yeah. yeah. So Hopefully that'll be like the missing piece and once that eventually like settles and we figure all of that out that'll kind of like help me but I I just like don't feel safe going to like Miami Beach by myself or like I don't live in a walkable city where there's things that I can do like yeah I can drive to the mall and go to the mall by myself but like even that I don't necessarily feel inclined to do yeah like that's not fun and necessarily I don't feel like the safest doing these things here but um, it also stems back to me just being like completely introverted and yes I have so many people that I could call up and I could make plans with but in the nicest way possible you don't half the time I would ref- prefer to do it alone like I really do I love being alone and I'm just in this like weird balance of trying to find things that are safe and that I actually can do alone but then also yeah I don't know this was a long rant you're, of- just, you're just going over and over again but basically I get what you're saying I, I get your and so I, I feel your- stuck and I feel like it's making me be dependent on Justin but it's not necessarily 
from a relationship standpoint he's just like my comfort person and like my safety person like obviously I feel the safest around him I know if I have him anywhere I could literally go anywhere and not be worried about anything that could possibly happen but anyway going back to the sunrise as I sit here she's literally sitting here you guys can't see which I want to address million trillion bug bites really quick just that we decided to take a pause on the youtube version of the podcast just for the next like literal couple of episodes just because it's going to be a lot with me starting residency to edit them i edit them all myself i do all the podcast work kind of like behind the scenes and i'm also out of town for three weeks so it's so just it a was lot, just like bad timing we wanted to film the actual recordings of the audio together so just thank you for understanding in advance bear with us we'll be back but you guys can't see gabby is vigorously itching the hundreds of bug bites on her legs so we went to the sunrise we went to we normally go between either miami beach or key biscayne key biscayne is closer it's a lot more empty and the sunrises are normally really pretty the sunrise was sunrise was beautiful but there were these little bugs that i didn't even i mean i knew they were bad i didn't realize it was this bad like i I literally look like I have chicken pox on my legs it's because bad. I have so many bug bites everywhere and they itch so bad. Oh, um, other than that, yeah. <laughs> so we went to the sunrise. I had a content day. I've just been like, honestly, trying to find little things that I can do throughout the day where I'm not just doing going from like working at home to then working at the gym. And I want to enjoy my summer as much as possible and trying to figure out ways that I can do that safely and alone and yeah I just figured that like ties into this episode really well because it's being independent and kind of like finding your own hobbies and doing all of these things and that's what I've been up to so that's kind of what sparked this whole topic so with that being said let's go into the win of the week Glen Coco fall for you Glen Coco you go Glen Coco all right my win of the week is I'm starting to very slowly get back on the whole social media kick and secure cool brand deals with companies that I love. I'm working with some pretty cool companies, making them kind of like longer term partnerships. And I just feel like I'm at the point where I am more confident when I speak to brands. And like, even if I, you know, need an extension on a deadline, or if I feel like, you know, maybe I have a different idea of the content, I'm a little bit more ballsy, if you will, of how I'm navigating, I guess, brand partnerships. So I love that. that's my win of the week. My win of the week is that Stranger Things is back and it is so good. So I didn't get on the Stranger Things bandwagon until after season three came out. So I binged all of them. I think we both did. I did it when season three came out. Yeah. So I watched one, two, and three back to back to back. Same. And then I had to go, what, like two, three years without another Stranger Things episode? Yep. So then finally it is back. We watched the whole like first half or whatever it is of season four so good i will say they definitely went less sci-fi a little bit more like i haven't seen yet we're still on season three because we went back and rewatched from the first episode kind of like horror it's not necessarily like scary but you can definitely tell that there was a shift in the movie but um and then like the n- next two episodes are coming out and i am very excited love the show and yeah honestly i'm just happy it's back finally after like three years i feel like finally now shows are starting to put out more seasons I feel like I went through a rut of like having no new seasons of shows I actually I already watched to watch and I would have to start new shows again and now finally I feel like I'm starting to get new seasons of shows finally so love that happy it's back I have been rewatching how to get away with murder it's so, it's so good so good Justin says it like all the time he's like should we just restart it again it was so good yeah I concur but anyways 
Let's hop into the favorite of the week. I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I bought army pants and flip-flops. Alright, so this is an oldie but a goodie, and I just rediscovered how fantastic they were since I didn't really go to Trader Joe's when I lived with Sean's parents. I don't know why. I went like once the whole time, but I went to Trader Joe's the other day here in Florida, and I got the ABC bars, the almond butter cocoa bars, and they are just, with a cup of coffee, they are just the best little breakfast snack. They're easy to eat. They don't crumble. They're the perfect consistency and they are delicious. I've never tried them. Oh my gosh. I need, I should have got two boxes, which I'll, maybe I'll go and do like a Trader Joe's stock up as soon as I get to Gainesville, but they're so good. They're like sweet, but not too sweet. They're chocolatey, but not crazy chocolatey. Phenomenal. Can't say enough good things. They're, they, the box is like brown and it says ABC bars, but they're almond butter cocoa bars. Delicious. They sound good. Yeah. My favorite is the Mango Pineapple Refresher with Green Tea from Dunkin'. Yep. I partnered with them and tried it, and it is good. It, and I think the reason why I like it so much is because this Dunkin', I say it all the time, is literally run by, like, high school students, and it's terrible. I can order an iced caramel latte at any other Dunkin', and it tastes fairly the same. I'll order at this one. Completely different drink. I don't know what they do to it. They don't really know how to make coffee. I can't believe that this Dunkin' is, to be honest, like, still in business. It's, like, really bad. But a refresher, I feel like you really can't do wrong because it's, like, already a mix. And then they just mix it with the green tea. I will say it's slightly too sweet. I was just going to say. So a lot of the times I wait till it waters down, like, the ice melts or I'll add water to it. But it is at least a drink I found that I enjoy getting and that I can actually get from Dunkin'. Because obviously Dunkin's way cheaper than Starbucks. It is way more convenient. It's so close to the apartment. And I pass it literally on the way to anything. I just went through a phase where, like, I literally couldn't go anymore because they were making my drinks so bad. Really? And my hash browns were soggy. Like, nothing was good at the Dunkin'. Well, I found out, which this is kind of funny. Do you remember when Sean was living here in the summer and I went and shadowed and I just drove to Fort Myers for the day and I came back? Yes. And I stopped at Dunkin' on my way back and whatnot. It was the Dunkin' that's closest to our house. Yeah. And that that area, place I um, shadowed is right behind downtown. Like, Whoa. how crazy is that? You don't even know. No. How th- the world comes full circle. But why don't we hop into the... We always say meat and potatoes. I, I know. What else can we better. say? The, the main the part backbone? of the episode. I, guys, we're workshopping this. Let me know what we should call this. But why don't we hop into the theme of the episode and really get the ball rolling? You guys know that we are always saying you shouldn't have to deserve fun. You shouldn't have to get everything done on your to-do list before you can have a good time. So that is where Best Fiends comes in. And sometimes when you are super busy, having a little mental break, getting your mind off of things, and playing a game as fun as Best Fiends is the best thing that can make you productive in the long run after that because just have some fun in a little bit and it'll make it way better. I literally cannot stop playing this game. I told you guys when we first started getting sponsored by Best Fiends that I couldn't stop and it has continued to this day. I am on level 202. It is so fun. It's a puzzle game, free to download. It's so casual too. You can literally just pick it up and put it down whenever you want. It's not something that like you have to play for hours on end before you can start the game. I love it. And I love, I like, I'm traveling soon and it's my favorite thing to do on an airplane. And I'm looking forward to having no, access to nothing else on the phone because of like Wi-Fi and everything. But because you can play Best Fiends, it is free to download. You don't need Wi-Fi to play it. So I'm very excited when I'm on an airplane to just do nothing but play Best Fiends. So 
You guys have earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play, download Best Fiends for free. Plus, you can earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards once you reach level 5. That's Best Fiends, which is like friends, but without the R, Best Fiends. Check it out. All right, so we're going to jump right into the questions that I asked over on my Instagram for anything you want advice on, specific questions about this, because... I remember when I obviously so I went through my last breakup and like while I was single I was huge on this because my last relationship was super unhealthy I completely lost myself it was I also didn't in have first, my own like, identity real long relationship and I feel like that's the case for a lot of people is like, yes and he was that's also when everything gets really codependent but what I'm saying is that first hard breakup is kind of what shows you how to find yourself and like, absolutely yeah so I obviously like while I was um, I was living alone I was doing all these things like I was finding my own hobbies I was you know like trying to figure out what my life was again and like finding me again literally and then I remember getting into my relationship with Justin and I got this like random DM and it was like I thought you were independent and I'm like I'm confused as to what one has to do with the other like I'm so big on being independent in your relationship and I realized that like some people just have that kind of like stereotype of a relationship where it's like once you're together you like what you were doing as a single person like kind of goes down the drain and I feel like it shouldn't and in a healthy relationship it really shouldn't and that's kind of like one of the big key factors of honestly how to make a relationship last I feel like is being independent and being your own person and living your own lives and then finding that balance of like finding hobbies together and kind of just being not not codependent but just like being one when it when you need to or when it matters or for certain things but then also being two separate people in your own lives having your own hobbies all of that so going into one submissions yes going into the questions this one says living with a boyfriend how to avoid becoming roommates especially when working a nine to five so i think this is very common and absolutely i would say just from my experience sean and i We've been together four years. We've lived together for three and a half. And we've definitely had our fair share of challenges within that. But just like whether it's, you know, there's times where, you know, he'll go and play his video game and I'll go in my room and watch my show or read my book or do work on my computer. Just like creating some sort of separation where you live just to like have your own space and do your own thing sometimes like keeps things, I guess, in perspective a little bit as far as independence goes. And then not being afraid to spice things up as far as like planning a date night outside of your apartment or house or wherever you live and trying a new restaurant and like I feel like trying new things like new restaurants new cities new like anything like that is gonna bring you closer while also feeling like you still have independence if that makes sense like you're Mm -hmm. doing something new but you're experiencing it together so it's a way to like I don't know. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and it's like when you move in with someone, obviously you're meshing so much of your life together already that you need to find, like, have your own time, have your own life, but also, like, to not go into the roommate phase, I would say, like, set apart time where you are fully, like, almost like having a date on a normal, like, day-to-day basis. So, like, our favorite time with Justin and I is, like, when we get home from the gym, we cook dinner, we sit down, we put on a show, we eat, and we are, like, we're off our phones, we're talking, we're, like, yeah, unwinding same. from the night, like, talking about your day, talking about your day, and kind of doing that, and I think that's a really good way of, like, once you get too comfortable, and you're just, like, you wake up, and you're in that same routine every day, and then when you are together, you don't 
utilize that time together that even though you live together it feels like you almost spent no time with that person because you just like coexisted as roommates you were on your phone you were doing your own thing and it's really not like challenging but it's it's important to find that balance of being independent and doing your own things but also finding time to not what's like it's not the opposite of that because you don't want to become dependent but finding that time to be together kind of and knowing I think a big part of that is like listening too yeah like not only talking about your day but actually listening and like taking in what your partner is saying to understand like there's times where if Sean's showing me a TikTok about firefighting like I literally could care less I literally could care less but I know it's important to him so I'm trying to be better about like caring like honestly like listening and like because the more I think about it and like actually listen to what he's saying the more it is interesting to me and for so long I just and it's like something ignored that he it. cares about so much that it's right. like even if you have no interest in it it's something that matters to him and if you show that attention a little bit and even if it like goes one ear and out the other but you're sitting there you're nodding and you're also making him feel appreciated and like heard it's like no different you don't have to get it than when I'm talking about random influencers I follow right. and who's engaged and who's having a baby and who broke up like he doesn't care about that but he's really good about, like, listening and, like, trying to remember, I guess, like, those names and, like, those facts so that he can have the conversation. I don't know. But then again, like, that goes back to also us having different interests and, like, being interested. So it's, like, just a, it's a balance and it's tough. But hopefully that somewhat answered their question. I feel like we kind of talked in circles. But Okay, now going off of that kind of the opposite, which we did touch on, but um, how do you handle having alone time even while at home together? So... I feel like this is one that, like, Justin and I's lives mesh so well, which is awesome in so many ways. But then, obviously, there is a part where it's, like, we have the same work schedule where we work at night. He goes into work way earlier than I do, so I still get my, like, alone time every day. But then we also, like, work at the same place. So, a lot of in a lot of ways, we spend so much time together. But I'm the type of person where, I like, I, I kind of talked about in the beginning, I'm so introverted that, like, I get energized and recharged by spending alone time and I work from home during the day. So something big is just finding even like little hobbies around the house that you like to do. So for me, like I enjoy sitting on the couch, putting on a YouTube video, like what I want to watch and I get my work done. Justin will play the Oculus. He'll go in the other room and like do whatever he wants to like talk to his friends, be on his phone, do other things. But it's like finding, I would say like setting boundaries in your relationship of knowing like, hey, when I'm doing this, I want to like not be bothered I don't want to be interrupted like I just need x amount of time to get this done or to you know like just spend time with myself because it's so important for you to feel like so whole on your own and be able to kind of fill your own cup up before you can like fill someone else's and whether that's like if you're overwhelmed with work and so stressed out about something if you don't get that done you know like you really can't be present in your relationship or going to the same thing is like if you're around someone 24 7 you're not gonna miss them like give yourself time to be alone to miss them to like do your own thing so then be excited to even just like sit on the couch and watch tv together yeah I also think just like open communication is key like I feel like it's hard in the beginning stages of the relationship but now if like Sean wants to play his video game and just like you know have some time to himself he'll just be like hey like just want to let you know is it okay like is it cool with you right now if I like play my game for a little bit or vice versa if I'm like hey I got to get this work done or even just like hey I want to go watch this show like is it cool if I just go in the bedroom and watch this like for a little bit I just want to hang out by myself I just need some time to chill like just like talking about that versus 
letting that build up build mm-hmm. up and like then you take it out on the other person because you don't realize that like what you just need is like alone time so I think just like understanding yourself and then also just like being open in a way that's like calm and you know reassuring like hey you didn't do anything wrong I'm not mad at you like I just need some time to chill by myself right it has nothing to do with the like it's not like you're annoyed at the other person or anything has to be wrong it's it's healthy and it's normal to want alone time and to you know like living with someone is it's such a big change that you want to still maintain your like personal time your personal space and all of that and if you need some alone time there's nothing wrong with that and it says nothing wrong about your relationship it's probably I mean it is it's a healthy characteristic um next question what if your partner is trying to change you quote for the better but it doesn't feel like it I think that's something you just have to listen to your gut like Sean is very good about motivating me to like eat healthier and drink more water and go to the gym and like I know it's for the right reasons but if he was just like looking at me like with disgust like you need to go to the gym that's different like you have to kind of understand like where it's coming from and like are they doing it for the right reasons and actually for your benefit or is it for selfish reasons for themselves and just like recognizing that and I think if it's for the reasons that are more selfish and not beneficial to you there needs to be a conversation about that and you know there's a I think that's the difference between like wanting to change someone and wanting to better someone that's what I was just gonna say it's the word change in that sentence that like there's certain things that yes you can want better for someone and you can help motivate them and you can I guess technically you are trying to change something more so about their lifestyle than changing who they are as a person and that's something in my last relationship that I there were things that like he was trying to change so much about who I was as a person and I was letting it happen that I lost so much about myself like one stupid example of that is like growing up both of us were we we were always in like the guy group of friends like yeah we had our like girl group but like we were at recess and like I was playing football with the guys I just I wasn't one to deal with girl drama I was always friends with guys and I just like even just like conversation wise like there was never a line crossed at all and that would be an issue in the relationship that I'd be in the cheer gym like talking to a guy that was on my team and it's like that's something that that's who I was as a person that had to get lost so much to the point where I would then go into the gym and I would not talk to anyone because it would be a fight every single time about something that I didn't even do wrong that that's like such a big thing of 2017 which was the year that I was on TGLC with Justin didn't talk to him didn't talk to anyone that's always everyone like brings up that year of cheerleading they're like oh my god 2017 was like the best year ever it was so fun everyone had so much fun together I barely existed that year even like Lexi Letcher who I'm great friends with now and I talk to all the time she was one of my best friends on double o didn't talk to her on co-ed didn't talk to anyone on co-ed and it stemmed from so much insecurity within my relationship and so much was trying to like change me as a person and I let it happen that I completely lost myself that year and I didn't even get to enjoy what was happening around me. So I think it's like realizing what is bettering you and what's actually trying to change you and knowing if it is for the better or if it's for the betterment of him. Or her. Or her and not like the betterment of your relationship. And yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What do you got next for me? um next one is how much time apart is healthy is it too much is too much time together bad i think it's just you have to feel it out like absolutely i was gonna say there's there's no obviously at the beginning of your relationship 
you know, when you're in the quote unquote honeymoon phase, you're going to try and spend as much time as you can together. And then obviously as things progress and the longer you're with someone, they say you, you know, just fall into like a regular routine of your lives and whatnot. But I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I feel like even now, like I said, Sean and I have been together for four years and like there's times where we're spending a lot more time together and then there's times where we're, you know, things are busy. And for example, like in July, I'm going to be in Gainesville. So we're obviously not spending as much time together and that's just like life happens. But I think it's just building that foundation of balance between your own lives and your life together, which like I said, it's going to be different from time to time throughout your life. But just like knowing when it's off balance and having a conversation about it is just like feeling what feels good to you if that makes sense and what yeah. feels good for that stage of your relationship and your life gonna be different relationship to relationship but it's also going to be different within your relationship based on different phases of life and what's yeah. going on so i think it's just there is no right or wrong answer it's knowing when you feel fulfilled on your own and in the relationship if you feel like your relationship is great but you feel like you just like haven't been doing things on your, oh yeah basically that like whenever you feel like everything is balanced then that is when you know that you are spending the correct amount of time alone and together and there's times where you may not need alone time like you are okay with doing things together and everything's working out together and you don't feel the need that there's nothing that's really putting you over the edge where you need to like take a step back and find time on yourself again and like that's okay and then there's going to be phases where you have so much to do or you just feel like wow I haven't spent enough quality time like we need to up this and, yeah yeah absolutely so it's it's there's no answer that we can really give you but it's just if you feel like something seems off with it then that's when you know that like the timing of whatever's happening kind of does need to change and that's totally okay all right there's like so many good questions I'm looking at right now I'm like which one do we want to go to next I'll let you pick I've picked all the questions. Okay, so I'll pick another one. This one says, how to help a friend who is struggling with identity in a long-term relationship. And then they said in parentheses, eight years. This is hard when it's not yourself, it's especially. so hard. Because I can say even for Gabby, like, when you're in it, like, I used to tell her, you know, you're acting different, whatever. But, like, until you see it for yourself, it's hard to sort of, like, it's like so I don't know, easier. I guess, what, would, what did you wish I would have said in the past? Like, was there anything I could have said? Honestly, like, I unfortunately know because even, even like, Justin and even so many people would be like, like, you don't seem happy or you don't seem, and of course I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, of course I'm happy. Of course we're good. And, like, I was in denial because it's so much easier to see things from the outside looking in right? than from, like, the inside. Like, I recently heard on a podcast is to, like, ask questions and they'll sort of, like, realize it yeah. themselves that way is, like not probing questions but like I guess it's not necessarily true that no one could say anything because it was harder because you weren't down here well also you could day-to-day so life private. well because that was another thing which is another red flag hello if they tell you that you can't communicate things or that you shouldn't tell your family about arguments fights or whatever the like case, Gabby's seen Sean and I argue yeah like, oh well like you know Just what I mean I argued on the podcast that's what I mean like it's not like Gabby now hates Sean and doesn't want me to marry no, him. Like you, at all. It's healthy to like, you shouldn't bottle, like I would bottle everything in so much because like I would literally be told that I, I, I couldn't go to my family to tell things about what was going on in my life. 
So that to me went to, I can't say a word to anyone about everything. And I had to bottle everything up inside and it was so unhealthy. So it sounds like she knows her friend is struggling though, at least. So like, sounds like there might be some communication there. Maybe just like, like I said, ask her like, Hey, how's everything going? Like, you know, what's on your mind and see if it comes up. And then from there, it kind of opens the door and just come from a place of caring. But I would say just my number one piece of advice is don't beat yourself up if it doesn't get accomplished right away so what i was going into was i feel like there's also the timing of when you ask because there were so many people would like bring things up when i wasn't in a place where i felt like something was wrong necessarily at that moment but like something that lexi obviously wasn't here like on day-to-day life in my last relationship but a big thing was anytime we were around a group of people i would literally i wouldn't have fun like i would sit there and i would feel like i couldn't do anything but talk to that one person and that was it And I feel, and I always hated that about myself is I like literally lost myself completely that I wouldn't talk to people, wouldn't hang out with people. I would only go places if, you know, like my ex was there and I would sit there and I wouldn't talk to anyone. And I feel like if someone in that moment, obviously like a party is not the time to do it necessarily, but like if I was in that moment and someone were to bring something up, I feel like I would have felt so comfortable like talking about it and almost would have had that realization sooner. So maybe like finding the timing of when it's a good time to ask those questions and be like, hey, like, I noticed that you're super quiet right now. Like, is something going on? Like, and actually, it's hard because you don't want to, like, dig too deep. But you also, everyone's going to be like, oh, how are you? Like, when someone asks the how are you question, it's always like, oh, I'm good. Like, if someone's like, oh, like, you seem quiet. Is everything, everything's fine. But, like, if everything's not fine, kind of knowing what questions to ask knowing like when it is a good time to ask and I feel like if more people would have done that in those times in my last relationship it would have been a lot sooner to have those realizations and kind of know right from wrong and know that it just like wasn't a healthy relationship or that I just wasn't myself at all because there were people that knew me before going into that relationship and then knew me during the relationship and I was literally a completely different person I feel like it sounds bad and I wish it wasn't like this, but I feel like until you go through it, you you don't, don't know, know a lot of these things until you experience it yourself. So I think the best advice I can give on any of these questions is just like, you'll know. Like once you go through it, you'll know. Um, but I hope this helps like a it's little bit. It's just hard. Unfortunately, a lot of the times they just have to go through it on their own. And as much as you want to help as an outside friend, it's, there's only so much you can do. Until they are at that point and can finally see what's going on the only thing you what can you do say is, is almost offer support yeah because sometimes what you say if you ask at the wrong time it's just going to make things worse and make them resent you instead of resenting the situation and really seeing like yeah. opening their eyes to it also it is very hard so this one says i'm going to college is it worth long distance basically like is long distance worth it i go back and forth i want to have my own college experience but i love him so much i think if it feels worth it, it's worth it. If it doesn't feel right, it's not. Like, there's no right or wrong answer. Like, you have to break up when you go long distance or you have to stay together. I think it depends on where you're both at in life, if you're growing together or growing apart, and if that foundation is there to succeed long distance. But I think, again, it's situational. And if it feels right, if it feels like you're thriving as a person and in your relationship, then, yeah, fantastic. Keep it going. If it feels wrong, like you can't live your own life and you feel like you're missing out on things, then no. And I, I've never gone through long distance, but I've gone through, like I always say, one of my biggest regrets is not having more fun in college because I kind of put myself in a bubble because of that. And 
I feel like just having an open mind about it all, that doesn't mean you have to expect to break up. It doesn't mean, you right, know, go do anything out. that is going to, like, damage your relationship or any of that. But also allowing yourself to go through this new phase. Not not necessarily With without an end goal in mind, but at least having an open mind and allowing yourself to grow as a person and finding new experiences and also then just being realistic with if the relationship isn't benefiting you or both of you in that moment to not be so attached to it to the point where it's bringing you down or then the opposite of that feeling like because people say all the time or because of what worked for another couple is going to work for you and like if you feel so strongly about that relationship and you find that balance and it works and you can still be your own person at a different college, then yeah, fantastic. And that's amazing for you. I've seen both scenarios play out and work. So it just depends on, I guess, how it's going for you and how it makes you feel. Just don't sacrifice your own happiness and life experiences for it. And if it's the right relationship and if it's meant to be, then it will work and you'll be able to do your own thing anyways. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, I do want to read. I got one super nice DM, which I feel like I don't normally when I, I do these, I get DMs like asking for advice or something, but she's actually giving advice and I really like it. So I want to read that. Um, it says, my husband and I have totally different hobbies, but we will both make time for each other's hobbies to be supportive. He's obsessed with hockey and the Colorado Avalanche are his favorite team. So with being that they're in the Stanley Cup and the finals are on right now, we're watching a lot of hockey. But for me, he watches and listens to all the cheer stuff I show him or talk to him about. Just because you both don't do the same activities doesn't mean you can't make time for them. Also, we do things separately. He's going to Vegas for the second time without me and I don't care at all, lol. Time apart is good. It makes you appreciate the time together more. Love it. Yeah. Stand by everything that she just said. I feel like that's just like... It goes back to the whole, if Sean's showing me a firefighter video, I can still listen and be attentive. Whereas if I'm talking about an influencer that's pregnant or getting married and he could care less, <laughs> he still listens and is attentive. Like, that's just a way to show that you love someone, I feel like, is by listening. It doesn't mean I have to go out and be a firefighter or even want to, you know, do any of those activities. But nor does it mean he has to watch the same YouTube videos I watch. But it's like just, I don't know, showing you care by support listening and supporting without having to change to become that person if that makes any sense whatsoever and also allowing them and yourself to have outside hobbies outside friend groups outside just things that are in your life that are outside of the relationship bubble so like an example of here is like justin's all literally all of his hometown best friends now live in florida and they live in delray And there's so many weekends where if we both have a free weekend, we'll go up there together and we'll hang out with them. But then there's also like this weekend, I have practice, so I'm going to be in the gym for a decent amount of time over the weekend anyway. So he's going to go up and spend the weekend with them. And like, honestly, I would much rather spend the weekend home alone, getting things done, kind of hitting that refresh and reset button and allow him to have his time with his friends. And then like, even within like the first day, we'll be like, okay, I miss you. Like as much as a the um alone time and like the being away is so important it makes you then so much more excited to have that time together and obviously something that also stemmed to this is like justin does have he's he, he's the life of the party he has so many different friend groups like he has his core group here he has his core group in delray he has his, some of his friends back home in new york and gabby has me being an introvert <laughs> well no like but being an introvert is like 
I prefer in, in Justin's eyes he's always like we have these conversations a lot where he's like I wish you had you know like <laughs> your girl group and your yeah like honestly like friends and I have my people like Kai I FaceTime almost every day like okay well multiple times a week I don't know if I'd say almost every day but we talk all the time and whenever he's in town we hang out and obviously now that Lexi's here it is nice because I can go there for the weekend I can do my own thing there and it's like but also we can text each other about listening to the same podcast or watching the same YouTube video and still feel that sort of like human connection and friendship on that level too. But also in my eyes, I don't feel like I'm missing out on necessarily like I I have friends and I have these, but like if I'm home alone, I'm spending the weekend alone and I'm not going to make plans with people because that's what I enjoy doing. Well, that's like my two best friends don't live here. So it's like I'll FaceTime or call them and text them and I still feel like complete I guess yeah and I I feel like sometimes like in Justin's eyes because he's almost the total opposite of me in that way like he wants to make sure that I obviously he he was around my last relationship too and he wants to make sure that I don't fall back into that and I think that's why it's so important for him to go have his alone time with his friends because I don't need to be around all the time and I don't need him to be around all the time and it's okay if you are introverted you don't have to force yourself to do things just because you think like because your your partner's doing that and you need to do that too to also like have that balance like just find the things that make you happy genuinely at the end of the day that's it whether that's something as simple as like going to watch the sunrise making a new meal like one of my favorite things to do alone is when it's my night to cook and i prep the veggies and put on a youtube video yes i love it that's another reason i just love like hello fresh and like Mm -hmm. meal kits because it takes like the thinking out of it so i can just mindlessly like literally do I that I agree I love that and like feeling. as dumb as that sounds is like that's a hobby of mine that's something that I love to do on a day-to-day basis for my alone time love it yeah I, I can concur and it, it's finding those little things like I love so Fridays are my cleaning days because I'm at the gym even just for a few hours like Monday to Thursday but Friday's the day where Justin's at the gym all night and I'm normally like home alone doing nothing and I make my Fridays I blast music through the apartment and I just clean the whole apartment and I love that. Love that for you. It queen, doesn't necessarily queen. have to be a hobby of like finding a sport you like to do. Gabby's or... going to go pick up badminton everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like sometimes when people say that of like, oh, what are your what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? It doesn't have to be something as like crazy big as like, I like to skydive <laughs> like in my own vegetables time. With headphones Literally, in. That makes me feel so good. Genuinely. So right. it's finding those little things, especially with like living with a significant other that you can do on a day-to-day basis that makes you feel complete and just makes you happy on your own without blending your lives together too much to where you lose yourself completely. So I will be continuing to cut my veggies with my YouTube videos on. And that is how you know that my relationship is healthy. <laughs> oh God. So the last point I want to make is sort of remembering that like, remembering who you are in a sense like if you're feeling like you're in sort of like a rut I feel like my confidence comes from like when I'm they say you can't pour from an empty cup and you have Mm -hmm. to love yourself before you can love someone else and I truly believe those cliche sayings like when I feel like I've gotten my life together and I'm you know waking up at a decent time and I'm being productive in things I want but also giving myself time to rest and doing face masks and just like when I'm truly like my cup is full and I'm happy and things like that. I feel like I'm such a better partner mm-hmm. in my relationship as well. So I think sometimes it almost feels like, oh, what can I do for them? Like I need to 
you know, go on this date with them or I have to buy them this. And it's like sometimes what it takes for my relationship to thrive is, is for me thrive. thriving, if Literally, that makes sense. Yes. yes. And when we're both feeling good on our own is when our relationship is feeling good. Do y'all feel? That was, that was a good point to end it on because I feel like you wrapped up a lot of the things we said in a Thank sentence. You. So way to go, kid. Oh, great. All right. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening to this. And we will catch you next week on Outgoing. Without going out. Bye.